Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. In today's episode, I want to focus on mindset, what it means, what it is, how to change it, how to create and sustain the mindset that you want. And I talk a lot about the EQ fit mindset, EQ being emotional intelligence and fit being fit, fitness, uh, healthy, vital, ready to go, well-prepared, feeling good about yourself, having balance, having well-being in your life. All of these directly impact outcomes in our lives. So let's talk first about some numbers. And I think this is really going to bring home why mindset is so important. Recent Gallup research puts global employee engagement at about 20%. That's one in five people that are engaged in their effort, in their work, in their organization. I define engagement as the emotional commitment somebody has to the effort, to the organization. Meaning, are they really investing themselves more than just showing up and doing the job to get a paycheck, but are they really invested in seeing good outcomes, in serving customers well, in helping team members? That is the emotional commitment. If it's just one in five employees, do you see that as a problem? I do. Uh, the engaged employee we know will give us anywhere from two to four times the productivity of a disengaged employee. So what's going on with this drop in engagement? Bottom line, it's life in our world today. Um, let me give you some additional numbers that I think will help here. First, emotional distress is up by 300%. 66% of people self-identify as being lonely. Both of those numbers come out of a study by six seconds, the state of the heart study. 57% of employees have a lot of stress in their life every day. That comes out of the Gallup study last year, the state of the global workplace. Okay, (laughs) just talking to you about these numbers is starting to create some stress for me. Um, These are real numbers, and they're serious. They can lead to significant mental and physical health issues, not to mention taking away from focus, energy, and productivity. Now, we're not going to focus on engagement in this episode. Engagement is an outcome. We're focusing on mindset because mindset is where the outcomes come from. Mindset is the pathway by which we get outcomes. That's where I want to focus today. So where is all of this this mindset coming from when we talk about these real numbers we just we just stated just flip on the news and watch the news for a few minutes that should be distressing enough uh 
and I get it. The news is geared to, to put things out there that are shocking and negative and worrying and concerning because that draws people in, believe it or not. And they know that it draws people in. I limit the amount of time I allow myself to watch the news every day. And there's a very specific reason for that. Um, we can see things like inflation and war and lack of leadership. The pandemic is still an issue. There's so much uncertainty in our world. Now, add to that the escapism people are practicing by going on to social media. And I hear this a lot from people. Well, I go to social media to relax. I go to social media just to enjoy. And the problem with that is a lot of social media is geared toward impressing other people, pleasing other people, getting likes, getting loves, getting this, getting that. And it's another distraction. It's another driver of, of stress in your life if you don't use it correctly. And there's nothing wrong with social media. It can be fun. It can be entertaining. But how you use it, if you're trying to use it as an escape and you're not using it correctly that way, uh, where you can just go and, and not worry about things and enjoy something on YouTube or something on Facebook or whatever that is, if you get hung up and caught up in the competition of social media, that's not recharging your batteries. It's actually draining more energy, more focus, and more time. So those are all things that are impacting our mindsets. We have to think about it. These are things that compete for our mind space. So how do we make changes in that? Let's explore that in more detail. Mindset. What is it? How do we change it? You probably heard terms like mental toughness, mental agility. I prefer looking at mindset as a pathway or a process to create internal resources. The more positive and focused our mindset is in a specific fashion, the more internal resources we can create for ourselves. What are internal resources? Motivation, energy, focus, uh, optimism, the ability to navigate emotions, those things that strengthen us internally where we can pull from sources within ourselves to meet the challenges of the world around us. So look at the way the brain works. A thought comes into your brain and immediately your brain attaches meaning to that thought. Now, one thing to be careful of when your brain attaches meaning to something your bias will be attached to that. So just be aware that that's probably going to happen. Um, thought is followed by meaning, which then generates emotions. Those emotional drivers are very powerful. 
they drive our decisions, they drive our actions, they drive our behavior, they drive our performance. So if you're in a place right now where we see 300% increase in emotional distress, 66% of people say they're lonely, 57% of people are experiencing a lot of stress every day. If you're in a place that you would like to improve that mindset for yourself, and mindset improves in increments, and it's cumulative. So how do we start? How do we start to make those changes? Well, there's three primary steps. Self-awareness, self-management, and self-direction. Those also happen to be the three major categories of emotional intelligence. This is why emotional intelligence is so critically important. And I know the minute I say emotion to a lot of people, they just shut down. Oh, there's no room in business for emotion. Oh, you should be able to deal with that. What's wrong with you? No, check your emotions at the door. I'm sorry, folks, it does not work that way. And if you think it does, especially as a leader, if you think that's the way people operate, then you will never get high engagement levels in your organization. Why? Because engagement is emotional commitment. And if you take emotion out of the equation, you are automatically capping your ability to help your people become engaged because people engage around a higher purpose. People engage around making a difference in the world. And those are emotionally laden things. Those are things that are very important to all of us. So self-awareness, self-management, self-direction. Neuroscience points to these three steps as absolutely critical uh, to have a healthy and vital mindset. And it makes sense if you think about it. Now, if you break each of those down, there are additional competencies within each one of those. Understanding what emotions are, the patterns that people have, the embedded patterns that are already there, what we call neural networks, um, then we can look at the self-management side, which is, can we apply consequential thinking? Can we navigate our own emotions and the emotions of others for better outcomes? Can we, can we increase our intrinsic motivation, which is a lot more reliable than external motivators? Can we exercise optimism? And then when we look at self-direction, can we understand the perspective of other people? Can we respect their perspectives? Can we get a sense of where they're coming from and what they're dealing with? Um, and that's called empathy. And then do we have a standard that we hold our decisions up to? A purpose for our lives that's important to us. Think of it as the legacy that you want to leave the way you want people to think about you. What are those standards that are important to you that you hold all of your decisions up to? Those are the competencies 
underneath those three major categories of self-awareness, self-management, and then self-direction. So back to mindset. Think of mindset as a combination of existing beliefs and the ways of thinking about things, ways of approaching things, and predetermined rules you live by. I'm going to repeat that. Think of mindset as a combination of existing beliefs you have and ways of thinking about things, ways of approaching different situations, and a predetermined set of rules that you have chosen to live your life by. So where do these come from? Life experience, emotional drivers, cultural influences, lessons learned, and motivational factors. This is where we can begin to influence changes in our mindset and direct that mindset in new and different ways. Create an improved mindset. And it is a change process. Let me give you an example. If someone has a current mindset that is counterproductive, it most likely comes from one or more of the driving forces we just talked about. Uh, Experiences they've had, lessons they've learned, uh, emotional drivers, cultural influences, motivational factors. Those are the driving forces I'm talking about. If we want to help them, or maybe it's us, uh, to develop a mindset that is more productive, then we need to directly impact their experiences, their emotional drivers, their motivational factors, the cultural impact on them, uh, in a way that they can change the way they think, behave, and approach things by creating new rules to live by. So there is a very specific starting point to change mindset to a more productive pathway. And that more productive pathway or more productive mindset will then get better outcomes. So where do we go from here? Well, let's start to look at ways we can do that. Healthy teams and organizations start with healthy people. I mean, that's common sense, right? Teams are made up of people. Organizations are made up of people. And those healthy people have something in common, and that's healthy mindsets. Think of your personal life for a minute. Think of one area of your life you struggle with, something you really want to change but you've really struggled with that over time. That thing that keeps frustrating you. Now ask yourself what your mindset is toward that thing. And I think what you're going to find is that it isn't all that positive. You don't feel all that good about that thing in your life. You don't feel very good about being able to change that for the better. Oversimplified, Negative mindsets tend to lead to negative outcomes. Positive mindsets 
tend to lead to more positive outcomes. Why? Because our mindset is constantly reinforced by our self-talk. Self-talk is incredibly powerful. Remember, what we believe about ourselves and our place in the world then generates the rules that we choose to live our life by. Out of those two things comes our self-talk. Once we understand how our brains work and how this process works, we can start to put real actionable changes in place that will help us get to that better mindset, that more positive mindset. When we understand mindset in this way, we can better create a path to more productive mindsets. And I realize I may be repeating myself. I don't think I can say that enough. If you want a more positive mindset, which really think of it this way, if you want better outcomes, it probably starts with a better mindset, with a more focused, more intentional mindset. You probably heard the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. This is a big step in the right direction. It touches culture, it touches experience, emotional drivers, it even touches motivation. Something as simple as respect, empathy, investing in relationships, listening well, have a huge impact on building healthy mindsets. What we put into something will determine what we get out of it. That especially includes people. How much are you investing yourself in relationships? Are you connecting genuinely with people and building trust to get the influence and the outcomes that you want? Are you using all of your brain to solve problems, to make your best decisions? Emotions are a big part of that. So when we think about mindsets, before you start to work on others' mindsets, my suggestion, start with yourself. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior and performance in the workplace. We also love hearing your suggestions and ideas. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please send us an email at info at gscfit.com. For more information and inspiration, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course our website, eqfit.org.